What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. EaseWellness.com for the CBD. Ease.com. And as always, the promo code TAM. Yep, guy. And it's it's a hell of a deal. You get $20 off your first purchase. Over $50. Free delivery. Have you ever been around a human with a kidney stone? Uh, uh, not like while they're about to pass it, no. Like growing up, your dad ever have one? Not that I remember. No, I don't think so. I vividly remember, I don't know exactly how old I was. It feels like I was a little younger, maybe like elementary school, 10, 11, 12, maybe early high school. My dad was bedridden for two days like moaning i remember coming home i could hear him moaning and maybe the drugs have gotten dramatically better this was probably you know mid 90s and it was clearly really painful you just kind of left him alone and he would kind of hobble out get a little food and hobble back and you've heard stories like i had people tweeting me yesterday like it can't be argued that a kidney stone is more powerful than a baby because no human in the history of kidney stones has ever wanted another kidney stone where people constantly have other babies. And things are not supposed to come out of there. So it is a well-documented extreme pain for a male. that, no, And I think females actually can get them too. But it's a male thing that no male that has experienced it would ever wish upon their worst enemy and ever wants to have it happen to them again. This guy coached. The most meaningless preseason game of the preseason because it's like an extra one. You still get four more if you're them. And he coached through it. He coached through a kidney stone. He had not passed the kidney stone. I, that, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe that. Now, he, he told Michelle Tafoya, I got some special drops. He was on the drops. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, no, Cam Morrell tweeted out me, said, well, your dad didn't have Tortorol. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe he had Tortorol, some pills or whatever, but that's... Cup buddy with the Bears was yeah. I'm not shocked at all. He's the tough, toughest motherfucker around. In his def- like not in his defense, but it is the first preseason game he's ever gotten to coach as the head coach. Well, you completely understand from his side. We're like, I'm not missing this game. Like, sh- give me something. I'm coaching this game. But my thing was like, the thing still has to pass. 
Well, Michelle said at the beginning of the game, if it does really creep up and get to the point, he will leave. I guess sometimes it break; they can break it up with like little lasers and stuff. But I don't. Oh, there's only so much uh, they can do. He, whether he succeeds or fails, no one will ever question this little curmudgeon old guy defensive coach's toughness. Right? He's a <laughs> tough motherfucker. You know, my first thought was when I read that story was like, how many coffees and or sodas per day has he been drinking for how many years that has helped contribute to the buildup of you know all these little particles well i think like you know not drinking enough water sometimes you just get it anyway but a lot of soda a lot of coffee a lot of tea like all that stuff not not enough water stuff just builds up i think is a contributing factor but i'm i'm no doctor but I just think, like, how, how many coffees do you, I talked to a guy the other day who told me he drinks 10 coffees a day. He's in the restaurant business. He drives from the East Bay to the city. He said he stopped because he, he'll drink two cups of coffee before he leaves the house. He says he stops every day at Treasure Island to pee. Wait, so. He has to stop halfway across the bridge to pee. That's how much coffee he's had before he even commutes in the morning. Is it like because it's super backed up and he's not going to make it? Well, I just think it's just the timing of his. Yeah, maybe it's like a forty-five minute drive for him. I don't know. It's just it's going to happen. He two cups before he leaves the house. He's going to have to. You just can't get it all out before you leave the house. Good restaurant. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got a name of the restaurant? Or you don't want to give it out. Uh, what'd you get at the restaurant? No. Oh, where did I eat? Oh, you were just eating with the guy. Yeah, he I, wasn't met, I met the guy at dinner at House of oh, Okay, got, got, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, I, I would imagine Fangio, just look at him, isn't you know the pillar of health. Uh, I saw they asked Kevin Hogan after the game. They're like, be the first to say I had no clue Kevin Hogan, one, was still in the league and definitely didn't know he was on the Broncos. He started the game. This is the thing that pissed me off about Fangio a little bit. Like, I understand Kevin Hogan's been in the league a little longer. May understand your offense a little better. How do you, if, if Flacco's not going to start, how does Drew Locke now start the game with the ones? Well, is it possible that Kevin Hogan's better right now than Drew Locke? No, guy. Kevin Hogan is fucking atrocious. Play. See, I mean, he put the ball in Juwan Winfrey's hands. He put the ball on Noah Fant's hands. Like, okay. I, Well, maybe, yeah, like, as of, as we sit here right now, he's slightly better. But again, like, that's a Fangio move. That pisses me off. Well, I can see Fangio driving new school people a little nuts. Yeah. I get it. But they asked Kevin Hogan after the game, what do you think about your coach coaching through what he was going through? Kevin's like, what are you talking about? He's like, he had kidney stones and he coached the game. And Hogan basically said, oh my God, I we had no idea. He didn't mention anything. And of, I mean, of course, what's Vic Fangio going to do? Hold a team meeting? Like, that's he's the opposite Well, maybe you'd hear him no screaming. No one's going to find out. <laughs> Would it have been really legendary if he passed it on the field during the game? And oh just kept my coaching? god! <laughs> Would he have got credit if there was some dribble on his pants and he passed it? <laughs> oh my god! Would that have been an all-time viral moment for social media? Kidney stone passed it's and like, it like fell out the bottom of his of his khakis. You know, you know. Where I don't you even see, know what do they look like. You know where they like? Uh, I think they're you know they're relatively tiny. It's just the hole they're going through is even smaller. Um, yeah. I just, you know, when you see like a little kid, you're like, what's going on over there? The kid's like standing in the corner, you realize the kid's pooping, and they just like got that look on their face, like a toddler and just standing there. There'd be a shot, it would just be a Vic just fucking staring the thing down, basically, flexing up for 20 seconds. It'd be legendary. It would, that would be legendary. Because, you know, there's not a lot of crowd noise at the game. You could just hear, you just heard through one of the like sideline mics, like, ah! 
<laughs> and you look, and Vic is just, I don't, he I, is, is wild. I'm rooting for him to have some success. Now, Willie, I, I'm not confident, but I'm rooting for him. You know, if what? right now, if you had to go over under two and a half years head coach, Vic Fangio, I'd go two years. You think he's two and done? Yeah. Well, they hadn't missed the playoffs right in back-to-back years since, like, 83. Now they're two years removed. So if they missed this year, it would be three. People are getting really antsy. Like, Bronco fans, sneaky, have, like, Yankee-level standards. I, I think people have been freaking the fuck out about missing the playoffs. Like, this is not like the Raiders. Like, we just want to go 500! Like, they expect to go to the playoffs at minimum every other year. Well, you know what? They, they feel to me like Packer fans. Right? Well, they're, to me, they're a little, like... Is this going to come out wrong? A little more, I was going to say more educated. It might be the wrong word. But just a little more got it together, Packer fan. Because Packer fans were wearing the cheese head a little crazier. Yeah, I just mean like there are there are fan base who's like, we got to win Super Bowls, which is cool. But I just think like sustained success is part of what we think of there. It's just, you know, we, we want to win Super Bowls. But for us, it's just we just used to be in, in the mix every year. Right, if the pack, if you told me the Packers had been to the last eight playoffs, I think it it wouldn't be as weird around them. But it's just they've had like some blow up seasons. Um, the standard when you have all time great quarterbacks is just so. Well, high. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read you wins since '96: 13, 12, 14, 6, 11, 8, 9, 10, 10, 13, 9, 7, 8, 8, 4, 8, 13, 13, 12, 12, 9. And then the last two years have been a disaster. There, there's a lot of double digits and a lot of eights and nines. Like, if you have a lot of eights and nines, part of the reasons, like, Niners fans got so down on Jed for multiple periods of time, it's like, fans don't like going through, like, fours and fives. That means the season is a fucking disaster and shitty to watch. When you give me, like, eights and nines, I can kind of live through it a little bit, right? Right. right. Like, well, a, I think there's a nine a and seven missed playoffs. I think there's pride when eight is your bad. Big time. Like when you have, a, like the Niners or the Broncos had a weird stretch here from 06 to 11, where it went 9, 7, 8, 8, 4, 8. Kind of sucked, but it wasn't that shitty, right? And they got a little lucky. They were able to make the playoffs a couple times with like an 8 and 8 and a 9 and 7. They've benefited. So their their record is a little skewed. Like the Tim Tebow year, guy, they won a division at eight and eight. Won a division at eight and eight. Yeah. Didn't Seattle win it at seven and nine the one year, and then they won a playoff game? How about Drew? That's Lo- pretty shitty. How about Drew? Uh, yes, that's correct. How about Drew? Lo- they beat the Saints, right? Yeah, there's the run by Marshawn. How about Drew Locke's quote after the game? Uh, I'll rate it as a learning game. There's things to learn out there. Uh, but it was the Hall of Fame game. It wasn't the Super Bowl. It wasn't the playoffs. So there's a lot of things for me to learn. Not a huge fan of that attitude. Me either. No. Like, yeah, we um, all know it was the Hall of Fame game. We get it. I am completely taking this. Maybe if you watched his full like context of totally. his talk, you uh, yes, you're right. So I, I'll be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna red flag my comment. I'm completely out on Drew Locke after that comment. <laughs> completely out. <laughs> like that's bad, man. Like you said, we should allow for it. Just could have just been. Maybe it doesn't come off. You know, like you know what reads, I would but... really like, guy. 
I was terrible. I put my standards are way higher than I played. I'm gonna this not is even not, my standards. Just like I was, I just I got to be better. It was a learning experience. But don't do the like defensive. Hey, it wasn't the Super Bowl. Yeah, man, we know it wasn't the Super Bowl. That's kind of the yeah, point. Yeah, no shit, buddy. Like, is is there a little telling why the guy fell in the second round with all these elite talents? Like, how do you know what the Super Bowl is like? Why are you bringing up the Super Bowl? Yeah, bro, you played in Missouri. Do you guys even make a bowl? What, what bowl have you played in? That's could the Elway downfall be? He just consistently picks the worst quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is it easy to see why maybe Fangio hates this kid? All right, I, can I give you? Can I give you another? Well, no, you go ahead. I've got one that's not uh, NFL related, so I'll hold it. Um. Uh, well, Dallas rap sheet, who it feels like is kind of in bed with Zeke's people, said that it could be a couple months for Zeke. I mean, if it's a couple months, that's Jerry's kind of got a problem on his hands. I did see Jerry yesterday. I don't know if he if Jerry gets a press conference every day. He clearly just talks a lot. Maybe I should email him see if I can just get him on an interview. That he said, like, when have I ever not been able to get a deal done? Yeah, and it was a great quote because he is like, you guys are all freaking out. Like, I, I this one I fucking do deals for a living, but. I do think Zeke's people are kind of talking a big game. Like, we ain't showing back up for unless they're giving us a lot of money. Now, if you're not there by August 6th, you don't cure the season. But I think guys like Zeke, aren't necess- they're not worried about free agency because they know they're not hitting free agency. It's about getting their money. Right. Right? Right. Like, Melvin Gordon knows the Chargers aren't just going to get rid of them. So they're not freaking out over that date. Though I kind of would because the NFL team will screw you. you. So do you, if you had to guess right now, do you think Zeke misses games? Week one? I would be a little shocked, wouldn't you? I I would be surprised, yes. but There was a comment a couple days ago, I flip on NFL Network, and you know how like it'll be DJ, Lindsey Jones, like rap sheet, like a random camp. And they'll ask some questions just about other stuff, especially when Rapshi's there, about other stuff going on in the league. And Rapshi's like, I got some new information on Zeke. He's in Cabo or whatever. They, they knew where he was. He's working out with a ton of NFL players. I'm like, well, Ian, he's actually not working. He's working out with former NFL players. NFL players are at work now. They're in the, in the NFL. NFL season. They're at training camp. Like, the league started. So he's not working out with any NFL players unless Clowney maybe is there. He's working out with former guys. So let's not act like, you know, he's super locked in. He's just training with a bunch of dudes, getting ready for the season. No. He is, all the dudes that are training are with their fucking teams. You know, beside like three guys. Because how many guys are holding out right now? Clowney, Melvin Gordon, Zeke, Michael Thomas is back. Malcolm Jenkins held out in the spring, but I think he's back too. It's a short list. Oh, the pass rusher for the Jags, Umdakwe. I can never say his name, but he's pretty good. So it's there's like six Trent Williams, like a handful of guys holding out. The rest of NFL players, guy, are in the NFL. <laughs> like the Niners just finished practice. I think the Raiders been done for an hour. Like practices are concluding all around the league. <laughs> they were their team training with the coaches, with the actual NFL. Not Zeke's Mexico trip. I do give Zeke a little, you know, fuck it, if I'm going to hold out, I'm just going to stay at home. Let's go somewhere. 
the, get it sponsored, maybe. <laughs> the track, like uh, uh, White Claw. Yeah, would that be a bad look? Like Zeke, his uh, his holdout is presented by White Claw. Like Zeke. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Jerry. We have to hold out until at least uh, August twenty uh, first because that's how long the contract with White Claw goes. Promo, Would it be bad promo if it was code like, Zeke? Yeah, Zeke's Zeke's holdout is sponsored by Baskin Robbins or sponsored by Pizza. Oh, that'd be, that'd be like, trouble. <laughs> like, what is he doing? Because he, you know, there have been some question marks that his weight can balloon a little bit because mm-hmm. he. He's built like a little tank, but he can become a little chubby fast. Well, he's, he's always had the kind of chubbier face. He's got the weird thing where it looks like if you see a t-shirt, he's got a stomach, but then the stomach, even though it protrudes, it's got abs. Yeah, he's got maybe a it's just his body. abs are jacked. I don't yeah. understand that one. He's good. I he's fine. Um, uh, you know the Trent Williams one is interesting because it's not just a money thing, right? Like he was mad about he hates him about the medical staff, which I don't like. Did you see what Champ Bailey said? How the he played his first five years obviously in Washington. He said he didn't the the uh, Washington like Denver obviously they love him. He went he's Washington did not nobody congratulated him until three days ago on the Hall of Fame election. Like none of the organ like the organization, the organization did not yeah congratulate him. Not a tweet or anything. I nobody texted nothing until three days ago. Like he spent five he, years there. Do you know that? Do you know what the trade was? I saw Lewis tweeted this out. Yeah, well, and I defended Washington a little bit. It when was Champ Portis. Bailey was traded to the Denver Broncos for Clinton. It Portis, was Champ right? Bailey and a second round pick, though, for Clinton Portis. Oh wow! But I googled Clinton Portis's first two years in the league. He ran for like thirty one hundred yards and had a combined like thirty touchdowns. Well, and I played him a lot in Madden because that was our freshman year of college. His yeah. last year in the Broncos, he was. Like a dominant player. And this is back when running backs mattered. Because I was like, Lewis, because Lewis just hates Washington because they fired him. So he was kind of making fun. Like, don't ever forget a team once traded a Hall of Famer and a second for a running back. Well, Lewis, Google Clinton Portis. Clinton Portis was really good. And then even for Washington, I think he had Google three 1,200 seasons. Clinton Portis was a dominant player. You told him to Google Clinton Portis. <laughs> like... I remember, but John. I'm I mean, that's you. wouldn't you say that's one of the that is one of the blockbuster trades in NFL history? Because well, it's two players in their prime. Cl- trading Clinton Portis guy to me after year two would be like if Alvin Kamara got traded right now for Jalen Ramsey. Like, just let's just do a hypothetical right now. Jalen Ramsey traded for Alvin Kamara today, and a pick thrown in on one of the sides. Wouldn't that be pretty nuts? Yeah, because usually you get like Khalil Mack traded for first rounders, right? Uh, Jalen Ramsey, if Jalen Ramsey got traded, which is not out of the question, let's say he gets traded next week, Jalen Ramsey's traded to the Seattle Seahawks for their first round pick. You're like, okay, that's usually the way trades kind of work. Usually don't see Saquon Barkley has been traded for DeForest Buckner and Nick Bosa, or you know something like. You're like, damn, that's that's what the NFL does lack. Yeah, because we see now more trade deadline trades, but they're just. Golden Tate traded for a third-round pick, which is bold, but the third-round pick is kind of hollow. You're like, oh, then that becomes a player. But I want more. Golden Tate's been traded for Michael Kendricks. Shit like that. Those are the trades that I like that don't happen enough in the NFL. Yep. That trade was... Yeah, you can talk shit about that trade all you want, Lewis. I love that trade. I wish that trade happened 
in 2019, whatever the equivalent is. You remember Clinton Portis off the? You remember like all the outfits? Well, yeah, he became a weird dude. No, but no, I'm telling I just, you, guys, I'm not did, even criticizing you, it. I'm just saying, do you remember like he what like before we had social media? He, there was some social media, I think. He would have been, but he was ahead of his time. He was really kind of. But can I just read you Clinton Portis's? First four years in the NFL. So so the first one was in Denver and the second one or just the first one? Yeah. So okay. drafted second round, 2002-2003, 21, 22 years old. Rookie year, 273 carries, 1,500 yards, 15 touchdowns, 5.5 yards a carry. Averages almost 94 yards a, a game from the ground. Also chimed in with 33 catches, which back then was a lot. 2003, 290 carries, 1591 yards, again, 5.5 yards per carry and 14 touchdowns, 38 catches. His first two years, back when running backs really mattered, it looked like he's going to be one of the greatest running backs of all time. Then he goes to Washington, back-to-back years, 1,300 yards, 1,500 yards. They're giving him the ball a lot more, though. 340 carries and 350 carries. Wow. So, I mean, his first three years, guy... 1,500, 1,500, 1,500. There, there had to be, I bet if we Googled just some articles, like could this guy become the all-time leading rusher? We're talking about six, you know, 6,500 yards through four seasons. He's on pace for, he had, he, his career ended. He rushed for 9,900 yards. Where's That's, that on the all-time list? It's got to be pretty high. I mean, how many rushers right now besides like Frank Gore? You think Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara will ever run for 9,900 yards total? They, they average like a, a less than 1,000 yards a season. So Portis is 32nd. 31 guys have run for 10,000 plus. Emmett, Walter, I mean, top of the list, right, is like 18 Emmett, 16 Walter, 15 Barry Sanders. The, well, the guy, looking at his numbers... One, two, th- his first four years, and then he had two more big years in Washington. It was really just seven good years, and he was 32nd. He, he's, he was just probably one year away. Like, if I added 1,000 yards to Clinton Portis, where where would, so you know, 10-9? Yeah, so if, if he's like almost a let, 10-9 gets him 22nd, work done's at 10-9. So he, he was just one more powerful year away from being right in the top 20. And again, short-lived career, nine seasons. But for a running back, is nine that short? Well, his problem was, is his fifth year in the league, he must have got hurt because he only played eight games. Yeah. So if he just would have, if he just would have packed on one more thousand yards to like fifteen hundred, yeah, he would have been right there. In the mix. Well, like Warwick Dunn was twelve years, mostly played like eleven, like played like eleven and a half. Uh, Ricky Waters was nine years. Basically, Thurman Thomas. I like Ricky Waters, but Clinton Port's a better 13, player. Yeah, thirteen hundred yards for Thurman Thomas. I mean, uh, uh, Hall of Famer. Thir- uh, Twelve hundred yards, thirteen years. Where's Frank Gore on this list? Uh, fourth. Seriously? Yeah, Emmett, Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Frank Gore. Where's Adrian Peterson? Eighth. Damn, fourth. How many? Who's third? John, Frank hasn't retired, right? No, he's on the Bills. So Frank is 
Frank could finish. Frank could be third on this. He, I mean, he'll probably pass. How many yards does he need? Well, I'm doing the math right here. He needs about 500 yards to pass Barry Sanders. Think he's got 500 yards in him? If you had to guess, guys, you got to love a good podcast August so 2nd. So he, he's five, 521 from tying Barry Sanders. So he needs 522. How, how many yards do you think Frank Gore had last year in Miami? Uh, Like 850? Yeah, 720. Yeah, see, I think he could do 520. Well, his last two years, he was 960 in Indy, 720. See, Frank's really hanging his hat on longevity. How does Frank not get in the in the Hall of Fame? Well, guy? John, of the inactive players in the top 16, okay, the top 16, three guys are not in the Hall of Fame. One is Frank. He's active. One is Adrian Peterson. He's uh, in. Is he active? And Edrin James. Uh, Edron James. <laughs> is he in? No. No, but he's like been on the fringe the last couple of years. He's a fringe guy. Is he? Feels like Frank Gore's career is better than Edron James, right? Yeah, I mean, like, Edron James is not going to be a Hall of Famer, right? No. Here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Frank Gore has 9,000 yard res- receiving years. Think about that. That's pr- or, I mean, rushing years. That's pretty crazy. I'm rooting for Frank Gore and the Buffalo Bills. That's what we're going to be following this year on the podcast. 522 yards. That's what he needs to pass Barry Sanders. Do you think he does it? Yes. He is 36 years old. He was 35 last year. I don't feel year. as confident. I, I, I'd go 50-50. I'm not as confident. Oh, come on, Frank. Frank. When Frank sets his mind to something, John. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen can't, you know, hand the ball off. The Shady McCoy. I don't know if Shady's quite shady anymore. He's like senior shady. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.